Welcome to another edition of the Morning After Podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. It's the ASMR edition. Sleep. I'm kidding. Sorry. I don't know why I did that. I, I just didn't mess with you. It's all good. Welcome to the podcast, though. We're happy you're here. Hopefully you're not asleep. You know, some people listen to ASMR while driving. That's a sounds like a terrible idea. Awful idea. Would never recommend that because you will fall asleep at the wheel. No, once in a while, like you'll find a new ASMR person, and yeah. so you'll show it to me mid-show when we're trying to keep our energy up. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about it at the start of the podcast? This needs to be an end of the podcast yeah, thing. Yeah. What in the world? No, no. Let's start with. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot going on uh, personally and professionally in both of our lives, but let's start with a real career highlight. Yeah, we'll talk about our personal stuff here in a minute. But first, we wanted to play back in case you missed it. We had a chance to talk to Tim McGraw. What a life. Oh, my gosh. How lucky are we? Yeah, we talked to him uh, early. <laughs> I thought you meant Tim McGraw's life. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what a life. He's <laughs> living large. No, what a life for us because we're lucky enough to get to talk to him. Heck like, yeah. We got to start Tim McGraw for five minutes. It was cool. Super uh, nice guy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Thank you so much for talking to us in Kansas City, man. This is awesome. My pleasure. I love talking to Kansas City. Oh, but you're the best. Uh, congratulations, first of all, on all the success of an absolute banger 7500 OBO. Yes. Awesome. Right on. Thank you. I, I got to ask you about the, because uh, Jenny pointed this out to me first, the, the fiddle in the background of that, a little tribute to the green grass grows. Was that your idea? Because when we caught that for the first time, mind blown. Uh, well, it was it was hinted at in the demo, but we sort of it, we sort of made it a little more like a little more like green grass grows and brought it out front a little bit. Um, it, it 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 just seemed to work really well because it name checks green grass grows in the song, which was one of the reasons I almost didn't cut it because I loved the song and I loved how how different it was and a different melody in the sound and, the, and I knew what kind of sounds I wanted to have in the record. Um, but I, but I was a little concerned about should I be recording a song that name checks some of my own songs in it. But I, I, I ended up re- wanted to record it just because I love the song so much. So I just, I just sort of said, you know, the hell with it. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I think it was a really good choice. It's honestly, I've said it a million times on the air. It's one of my very favorite songs. I absolutely love it. Um, oh, thank you. Hey, uh, kind of a sharp left, but we have a lot of things we want to you know touch on here. You know, you're known for uh, when you're touring. All of your workouts. I mean, like you look incredible. I mean, you've you've just been working out for a really long time, and you're pretty faithful to it. I just started a diet and fitness program two days ago. Do you have any advice? Oh wow. Um, well, you know, it's it's uh, I got you got to allow yourself a cheat day every now and then because I, I'm if I if I get a chance to have a cheeseburger or a chili dog every now and then I'm gonna have one. Okay, but so I, you do I, it. I, All right, because I. I did, but you do. But I try, I, yeah. But I try to earn it on that day. If I know I'm going to have it that day, I try to put a little extra work in. And you know, what I always tell people the best way to get started, and the way I really, I mean, I always worked out because I was always an athlete. But there was a time where I let myself go a little bit. But um, what I always tell people the best way to start is just just walk. I mean, that's really that's the what best. I'm doing. Okay, yeah, that's, that's really doing. the best way to get started. Yeah. And I have a Peloton. I'm giving that a shot. <laughs> there you go. That's that's fun. <laughs> um, that's uh, that, that wears me out. I'm not not very. I've done Soul Cycle a few times with my dog and it just about killed me. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing what a workout that truly is. Speaking of your mm-hmm. daughter, how'd she do making her acting debut in the music video for 7500? Yeah. Any any bloopers? No bloopers. She was she just she was a straight up professional. She blew me away. I got to got to spend a day watching her and and um you know what she really blew me. She's such a poised young lady anyway and she she's so smart and so talented. Um she really blew me away all day watching her, but really what, what sort of took my breath away was 
watching her is we sat down and did an interview after we shot the video that night, sort of a behind the scenes sort of interview. And uh, the way she answered the questions and the depth that she got out of the video and the way she explained it and the way she explained the song sort of, uh, it's like, wow, she, she found more, she found more depth in there than I did. She's, she's a way deeper thinker than I am. I just thought it was a good song. That's so awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, how's the, uh, the acting situation going too? You and Faith have both been doing some acting and, uh, we, we heard that Faith had to let her armpit hair grow out. I was the one that had to tell her that we were at, we were at, um, my nephew's wedding when I got a call from Taylor Sheridan and he's like, okay, who's going to tell your wife she's got to stop shaving under her arms? And so we were sitting down having the wedding dinner. So I leaned over to her and told her, Taylor just called and said, you have to stop shaving your armpits. And you should have seen her face. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh my God. Her, her face just dropped. It was, she, she almost cried, but uh, she you embraced it. a woman, it. I completely feel that. <laughs> yeah. She embraced it. So, uh, she, she, what she got going with it, she was, she was pretty fine. Oh my gosh, yeah. When great. you find the right one and, and they'll do anything, it's the best. We cannot thank you enough <laughs> yeah. for your time and congratulations <laughs> on the success of 7,500 OBO. Congratulations on the success of 1883. I, I guess just congratulations on the success. Like, holy cow, dude, you just do everything. You're, you're the awesome. best. We love you. Uh, we have th- for so many years. Thank you guys. I appreciate all y'all support. I really do. I can't wait to, to get through there and see you guys. All can't right. wait either. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Ultimate professional. It felt like a lot longer than five minutes. We only had five minutes with him. I appreciate the heck out of Tim McGraw. Yeah, nice guy. And I I like that he wasn't bashful about going there with the faith armpit hair thing. I mean, good grief. Can I tell you, because you could barely hear me in the background of that interview going, oh, no, don't ask him that, because I was genuinely nervous if he's going to, like, look, you know, like, He's going to be like, oh, my God, these people are so trashy for asking about that. But he, I think he took it in stride. Yeah. I mean, look, I like to think that celebrities, they're just like us. You know, I like to think that Tim and Faith, yes, they're big country superstars and whatever. But I, I think at home, they're just two people. Right. But I, I think even even regular folk, there are those who are I mean, a little a little classier That's and those true. who are a little less classy. And I feel like <laughs> Tim and Faith, even when they're not, even if they weren't celebrities, I just feel like they're... They are on the classier end of society. Like they're just they're just kind of classy people. Like, they are at least a little classier. Like, heard your wife didn't shave her pits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But I love it because he's like, I, I love how Faith was mortified because I'm I'm thinking about my wife and my poor wife. She's got the the jet black hair and it's all over. So like even if like you know she doesn't have like an overload of body hair, but it is darker, so you can it's easier to see on right. her skin. So this poor girl just has to shave all the time, which, by the way, while seven months pregnant is quite the nightmare from what it's... Trust. It's, oh, a girl knows. It, <laughs> it's brutal. But if I if I told her, I, like, if, if we were in their shoes, I was like, hey, babe, you need to stop shaving your body to do this role for this movie or whatever, she, <laughs> she would laugh. She'd be like, ha! But then I think the only thing she would make me do is, like, sign something that says, okay, you can't leave me just because I'm hairy. Because you're about to see how hairy I am. But I have a legitimate question, okay? Yeah. So I had laser hair removal on my underarms. Yeah. So I couldn't grow underarm hair if I wanted to. It's gone. Right. So what if Faith had had laser and she actually had come out being kind of silly and publicly and said she had made a statement and said she'd wish that she had laser. But here, serious question. Yeah. If they really needed for full effect for, what is it, 1883? Yeah. Is that the name of it? If they really needed that old school effect, would they have had to glue hair on her <laughs> underarms? 
Can you imagine? And it would have, would it would have been blonde, or is that her natural hair color? We don't know. Because I don't know. If she dyes her hair blonde, but really she's a brunette, it would have to be the brunette. Well, I guess they didn't dye their hair back in 1883, so whatever the color, the hair on her head is, is whatever the armpit hair would have to be. So good for Faith for not lying, because she could have easily said, eh, I've had laser, I'm just so sorry, but I can't grow the hair. I feel like that's not necessary. Like If she would have had completely shaven armpits in the show, I don't think I would have paused and gone, wait a minute, they didn't shave their armpits uh-uh. back in the day. No, no. And I'm, I haven't watched the show, but I wonder what that scene looks like. Right. Is it something where she's, you know, got her arms above her head? And then right. isn't it, ugh, like, I don't want to see yeah, that. Just put her in, weren't they all wearing long sleeves back then anyway? Like, yeah. what does it even matter? I, I don't, don't know. That's that's crazy. Um, it has been a wild ride recently as my wife and I approached the last trimester. Now we're in the last quarter of pregnancy because we're 30 out of 40 weeks mm. as we're recording this. And... Um, it's close. She had to do the, uh, the anybody who's ever carried a child know the, the glucose test. And then if you don't pass the one-hour glucose test, you have to do the three-hour glucose test. And she just barely didn't pass the one hour, so she had to do the three hour and drink that nasty water. It's not it's not water. It's disgusting. They they make it look like Gatorade. They put it in these cute little containers. Yeah. And, and they're like, what flavor do you want? Like, it's a treat. Yeah. And you know what the only flavors we got is <laughs> armpit hair. <laughs> no, it's nasty, but necessary. And I'm glad that she, it's at least done and over with. And I think worst case, like you said, if she doesn't pass this three hour, you get more ultrasounds. Yeah, but I'd rather just have her pass. I'll, She'll pass. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, but it was really cool because after that, actually during that, since a lot of it is just waiting, they were like, hey, would you like to schedule your tour of the hospital? We got a chance to see uh, the delivery room, see the postpartum rooms, and that was cool. That was an experience. And I got a little more, and I don't worry, I, don't worry, I didn't show it, I didn't cry, but... I did just feel the emotions in my body of what's about to happen because they, you know, they showed us like, you know, this is the bed and then this is the uh, bassinet and, and all things and just seeing it. And I, I could in my mind picture her laying in that bed and me holding her hand and like go time, go time, push. And I'm just like, man, we're close. Like I, I could just I pictured everybody in the room. Oh, by the way, Jenny, postpartum room. Yeah. We can have up to four guests at the same time. Oh, imagine that. So you can just come on in. You, I know. You, <laughs> Well, I was wondering, you know, like I, I know that we're on the back end of COVID, and I, but I'm like, I, I still wonder how precautious they're being yeah. at the hospital. We can have up to four guests plus Katie in the room all at the same time. There's, I didn't know if I was going to have to sub out so you could go in for a little Honestly, while. Honestly, with COVID, well, you know, with COVID, I don't even think they were letting uh, people in at all to visit it's when the baby was just, in there. Yeah, the, just the, the mom and the doctor. <sighs> That's brutal. Well, I mean, you could go in to help deliver, right? I don't, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. Anyway, don't even worry about it because that's not happening. You're no. able to be there. We can have, I think, up to two people in the delivery room up until it is like go, go, go time. You know what's wild? When I had Jules, I had just planned to have Matthew in there with me, mm. but my in-laws were in the room um, just, just while I was going through the labor process. Yep. And actually, my process was pretty quick. But they were in the room. And then it was go time. And uh, my father-in-law was like, okay, well, good luck, you know, and I'll see you. And my mother-in-law started to walk out. And I was like, where are you going? Yeah. I was like, get back in here. <laughs> so she was literally up by my side on my left. Yeah. And Matthew was on my right. And, of course, you know, all hell's breaking loose <laughs> down right. there. Right. But um, it's so weird because it's just such a magical thing. And it's such a medical thing yeah. that it just didn't even occur to me. Or, or I didn't care that my mother-in-law right. was, like, literally seeing all of my goods. Yeah, I um. 
I enjoyed the honesty that our doctor had shared with us who gave us the tour because she's like, do you know how you're... Because we have fill out a little paperwork as well in advance so that when we get there, we only need to sign like one thing. Nice. Everything else is already taken care of. Insurance is already in there. Everything that would need to be, we've got it signed already. Good. We've got the hospital paid already for everything. Like it is... We're good. You're we're ready, ready to, to go. go. And... But the nurse is like, you know, she's like, do you know how you'll be giving birth? Like, da da Like, and we say, yeah, you know, naturally. But she's like, are you going to want medicine? And Katie's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want that epidural, girl. And the doctor's like, kind of gives her, gives her a wink and says, thank you. It's just a lot easier for everybody. Like, hey, we, however you choose to do it, it's your choice. But like, I like when doctors share their opinions. Like, you can do this. You can do go natural if you want, and you can just say you did it, I guess, and you get a gold star. But honestly, just let I us give you that epidural and I let's truly, just go. truly, from everything, look, I don't know, but everything my doctor told me was that truly, it, it's a matter of a gold star. Like, if you want to do it without the meds, because, I mean, the baby's going to be fine. I mean, my babies are yeah. fine. I had epidurals, and it was wonderful, because I actually, I don't know if I say enjoyed the birthing process, but I I wasn't in pain. I she said you can you can you won't great. feel the pain but you'll still feel the pressure well, here's what's which wild. is good because it'll help you push. Yes, but here's what's wild. I couldn't I, she kept saying, "Okay, push," but I was so numb that I had no idea what she was talking about. And I, that's when I asked for the mirror so I could see because I'm right. a visual oh. kind of person. Yeah. Oh, believe me, I didn't want to see it, but like I would help me because then I could I could make that movement and I could mm-hmm. see that I something was happening so it was making sense to me. It actually helped me. But um uh, to do it naturally, mm-hmm. I just don't know why you'd want to do that. I really don't. I don't know. It but makes no do, sense to me. Good for you. Good for you. And, but and I the don't underwater get it. thing, I don't even get. Like, I don't understand how baby wouldn't drown. Like don't that, either. Like, I, I don't. I don't get it. But okay. Like, but uh, but you do you. It's you all do good. You, yeah. Um, yeah. But even like if something like let's say something maybe were to go wrong and mm. she would have to get a C-section. Apparently, I can even be in the room yeah. during the C-section. For sure. What? Well, well, they'll put like a sheet up and um, you, so you won't see her guts per se. I know, because like, tell me I'm wrong on this. The C-section is literally, they cut you open, they remove every piece of yeah. gut you have. Here's your stomach, there's your liver, there's your intestines, just put them on a tray, pull out baby, and then just put all your guts back. Like, yeah, and I mean, I don't know. There, are, I guess it's, a lot of women want a C-section. I did not. I wanted to do this thing the way God intended. Well, yeah, because um, they're like, oh, I don't want, you know, a big old baby coming out from down there. And I'm like, your other option is having all your guts removed and placed on a table for a well, couple minutes. Well, fact of the matter is, it is surgery. And I know after having surgery in that area, man, it's it's a brutal recovery. I mean, you don't, you know, I, it's a, what's crazy and you won't believe it. She'll pop that baby out. Let's just say she does it naturally. Mm-hmm. They'll have her up walking around. I mean, you'll be, you'll be, it's just like nothing happened. I mean, believe me, she'll be feeling that something happened. <laughs> right. But it's amazing how quick your body is able to get up and just get back to it. It's wild. It's um I just and then they were talking to us about how, you know, as soon as we uh I I guess well she'll she'll give birth and then immediately she'll hold her on on Katie mm. will hold her on her stomach. Oh, are you cutting the cord? And then after and then that's for one minute and then I get the scissors and I get to cut the cord. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, that's Matthew my says job. it's like chicken. <laughs> why would you tell me? I don't know. I don't get the. I don't get that. I don't get why. I, I if I were a male, I would not want to cut the cord just because it it's a little too much guts for me. 
but for the symbolism or whatever, like, I don't know. Enjoy. I don't know. Whatever. He did it, I'll, he did cut, it both I'll, times. I'll, I'll cut the cord. It'll be fine. And, um, and then for like that first hour, we get all the, the skin to skin and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. And you're just going to look at her and be like, oh my gosh, that's our baby. Holy like, this is shit. my baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's such an incredible feeling. You just can't believe it. And I know, like, not all uh, parents have that. That's why the, the, some women had the postpartum depression and stuff. And not all parents have that instant connection. For me, it was totally different. I mean, I was in love with my kids the very second I saw them. I am nervous that I may not have that immediate reaction. Well, I do think it's a little different, just to be real, with a guy. Because sure. truly, it didn't come out of your body, you right. know. And and I think, I, I think Matthew is having a lot more fun as a dad the older they get, you know, when they're a little more interactive. We've talked about that. You know, when they're, when they're newborns, I mean, they're just, they're just sleepy little crying things, you yeah. know. They poop, they sleep, they cry. But... Um, I really think you're going to be an awesome dad, and I love to see how excited you are. Oh, I do, and I think, so. nah, you're going to be great at it. I just, it was crazy. So last week, I um, I decided it was in my, I was like, you know what I wanted to do is my dad, first of all, growing up, my folks divorced when I was two. So growing up, most of my life, I only saw my dad four days a month, right? Every other weekend, I did that because my parents lived about 45 minutes apart. And uh, I didn't get to see him that much. And so I thought it would be cool to go down and uh, hang out with my dad one more time. Like, hey, dad, I just want to hang out father and son one more time just before I become a dad myself. Because mm-hmm. dad will probably be back up here in October. I, t- I told my dad, sharp left, I'm sorry, but I told my dad, he's like, I'm excited, you know, tell me when she gets there and I'll be right up. I'm like, Ooh, hold on. Just wait a minute. <laughs> well, I was, like, I was like, dad, again, real talk, dad, as soon as she's born, the women are going to be here. It's going to be, it's between, well, between you, Jenny, you're just kind of forcing your way in there. Yeah, I don't, there's no choice involved here. I love (laughs) I'll just be there. I'll be here. Um, And then, of course, we'll have Grandma Julie down from Chicago and Grandma Barb, Granny Barb, she wants to be called. She wants to be Granny Granny Barb. Granny Barb, that's so cute. Mom wants, yeah, so we'll we'll have both the grandmas there. We'll just have a full house at that point. I'm like, hey, Dad, I told him. I told him, give us a month. Maybe in, you know, she's born in September, give us October. You say that now, and that may be, and maybe that's the way it'll be, but Another thing that might happen, though, is she's born, and it's like you're just so excited to show this baby. You're like, we made this. This is yeah, our we baby. Did. Look at us. You know, so you may have a change of heart because you may want to just get him up here to see her as soon as possible. You know, one thing I wonder if you'll think, too, because I know as a child of divorce also, um, one thing that as a mom that I I don't know, I, I don't, uh, from a parent's perspective, how... how if I, I couldn't see my kids every day, you say you saw your dad about four days a month, mm-hmm. just how I couldn't do that. I mean, they literally are my heart, and mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. And I know that's the way it has to be for divorced families, but I just can't imagine. And I wonder how you'll feel if it'll bring up any of those feelings. Um, I don't know, just about being a child of divorce. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really... I don't think I'll react in that way. I've reacted that way. I guess when I think about divorce and things like that, I really thought about that before I ever got married. A long time where I thought I was, I didn't think like, well, I'll never get married. But I did have the thought that it was doubtful because I know I understood the commitment more because I came from a divorced family. And because of that, I didn't fully believe in it. My thoughts on marriage... I totally agree. I was the same way. Yeah, it's it's not that I didn't believe it could work. I didn't believe it was for me. Mm -hmm. Same. But I also... Never had a closed mind about it. I like I, I was I was I was happy to be proven wrong. I wasn't like I'm never getting married and oh, that's no. that. It was I don't think I'll ever get married. 
But man, if I meet somebody who who changes my mind, okay. Same, and, and I think a lot of women have their weddings planned when they're ten. You right. know, they've got the idea of exactly what they want and who's going to be there and who's going to be in it. I never, I wasn't that girl. Even when we went dress shopping for my wedding, it was like, okay, well, what do you envision? And I'm like. I don't know if I do. I mean, I don't. I never really thought I'd get to this point. And it yeah. is funny when you meet the one, you know, and then. I'll I'll never forget it. I was I was I had uh, I was working in Columbia, and I had just finished up a radio show, and I went back to my office. Uh, I had not, I had a bigger job in Columbia than I do huh. here. I, I was like in charge of some stuff. It was pretty you had an wild. office. Oh my I, gosh! I did. I had an office. It was actually nice. And I went back to my office, and I don't know. It, was, it just kind of crossed my mind. But the question I, I told myself that I would always ask myself when it came to getting married is, you know, okay, if this person left my life tomorrow, what would be? And I would do a pros and cons, and and I would be. I would recommend that for everybody. And just be honest with yourself. You don't have to share it with the other person. This is just a private list that you build for yourself. And you have a very honest conversation with yourself. If I lost this person tomorrow, pros and cons. And every other girlfriend I had, like, yeah, I'd miss her. Yeah, she was hot or whatever. Uh, but I would get, you know, she didn't like my friends or she didn't like my parents. or she, there, there would always It would always kind of even out. And when I thought about it with Katie, when things were getting kind of serious, I was like, what are the pros and cons? And, I, and there was... I'm not kidding. There was not a single pro to her being out of my life. Mm. She gets along with my parents. She yeah. gets along with my friends. Uh, she's fun to be around. She's pretty. Uh, everything. Uh, she has the same views on kids as me, which is like, yeah, someday maybe, but we're not in a huge hurry. Like mm-hmm. it was everything just lined up and there wasn't a single, there wasn't a single con. It was all pros. And I was just like, <sighs> I, it, in my head, I'm not going to, I literally went, oh, shit. Now I, gotta fun- <laughs> I did because I, I went, Shit! Now I have to go buy an engagement ring, and I'm like, I didn't, I'm like, how do I do that process? It was, it was wild. Yeah, I'll never forget. Well, it's crazy, and then you think about, and I think about when Matthew and I started dating, and then you know you do get married, and then the process of having kids and everything. It's just, it's so crazy, and your life really is about to change. And I know everyone's telling you that, but it is, and there are some awesome, beautiful things about it. Mostly, I would say that kind of stuff. But I'm nervous about that. It's hard. It's hard. Like, like it's it's hard. When I, you when you tell me that my life is going to change forever, yeah. I I don't love that sentence. And you know, I, and it because it's daunting. It's scary, yeah. and I and there is like something scary about it. I mean, I remember when we left the hospital the first time, and I just thought, I'm in charge of this person. Like right. I'm literally responsible for this person. And even driving, Matthew was driving like five miles an hour. He's like, we can't get on the highway. I'm <laughs> yes, like, no, you you're absolutely right. We can't. We took back roads all the way home. And then I thought, well, we just won't drive anymore. I mean, it was literally like, we've got to keep her as safe as humanly possible at all times. You, you know what you'll appreciate about this? <laughs> I, map nerd, yes. have already mapped out the back road route that we will be taking home from the hospital. I fully support that. You think Would I'm you getting like me on to that? follow? I'll be like the guard you th- behind you. You think I'm getting on that 7470 interchange? Like, no. absolutely not. No. I hate that interchange already. That's a, no. You got to do a real quick merge there. And I'm like, never in a trillion not years is that happening. Years. No, I mean, it's just truly life changing. Um, it's not about you anymore. I mean, and th- that's not to say you do have to take care of yourself and you have to take care of your marriage. And those are things that you'll just figure out along the way. People are learning that more and more. I think there are mm-hmm. people who certain people who get married and they, and when they have a kid, it's all about the kid, all about the kid. It's like, no, you, you can't do that. You, you got to give that. baby up for a night and work on your keep your but marriage I'll, good, too. I'll tell you, though, that's hard. You know, when my when my in-laws were in town all the time, we had you know an easy sitter situation um, that we never wanted to abuse. You know, we just wanted to. But it was nice to have somebody to watch the kids because sitters are expensive and so mm-hmm. and a date night's expensive. So you really do have to factor everything in. But I would say even if it's just 
I don't know, putting the kids to bed, watching a movie together, and just remembering to have time for each other. It's Ooh. it is important. But, Sel- um, selfish but note here. Ten days before our scheduled due date, uh, Luke Bryan is going to be in town. I would really like to go to that show. So I'm gonna need Baby yeah. Girl to like not be here before Stupid. at least September eighth. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine. She's gonna stay in there. But then, but then she's gonna be roughly a two week old. And Keith Urban's going to be here, and that's and then Tyler Hubbard just got added to that show. I really want to go to that show, and I don't think I'm going to go. Well, you don't know that yet. Just see how it's going. I'm not with a two week old. Like there's you, no way. Well, I'll tell you. It's you just have to see. Everybody has to figure it out for themselves. But literally after two straight weeks of being in Babyland at home, right. you may need a couple hour break, and you, and she's going to need that too. And I know you'll be great about that when she says, "I need to get out of this house." Let's you go. say, "Girl." You get to get in. Like, you go to Target. Target was literally therapy. Still is. But it was therapy for me just to walk around aimlessly, just to not have a kid on me. I mean, because mm-hmm. it's in for the mom. And I don't know if she'll breastfeed or what that looks like for her. But just, you know, it's all consuming. I don't think she will. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because that was another discussion we had with that doctor when we were doing the tour of the hospital. She was like, are you breastfeeding? And I could, Katie is so back and forth on it. And, and here's what she is. She has zero desire to do it. But I think she feels like, oh, I should at least try right when she's born. Personal, and by the way, I acknowledge this is not my decision. I'm, but Katie welcomes my input. You know, mm-hmm. what do you think I should do? But of course, ultimately, it's her decision. I totally respect that. But I'm going to give my opinion, even though I acknowledge it does not matter yeah. what my opinion is. But I would like her to breastfeed. I would like at she, least, at least, will. at least at the hospital mm-hmm. right after she's born. And then if we want to do the pump thing, that's fine. By the way, we're hey, we're starting together. We got like five, seven containers of Enfamil already ready to go. Like it's cool because like my mom found some in St. Louis, so she brought some out not too long ago. And then Katie found this big old pack at Costco, like a two double packs and just get it just in case. Because here's the thing, it is a personal decision. It's not for everybody. I cannot stand those people that just like and the nurses, watch out. Some of the nurses will be kind of bossy about it, and they will look at you like you are an alien with three heads if you say you aren't into it. Okay, so here's the best part. Actually, our doctor was really cool about that. She's like, it doesn't matter what you do. It's fine. She's like, girl, I'll well, put you down as both. the doctor can say that. That's fine. Yeah, the doctor said that. She's like, but she's I'm like, telling you, the nurses, there are some, and not all, but there are some. I mean, at least in my experience, and they were pretty, they were pretty harsh about it. But I will say this, the benefits to it, um, and I was one of those people too. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I thought, well, I'm going to see what happens. Right. The minute the baby came out, it just seemed, remember I was telling you about with driving in the car, like that seemed like the scariest thing in the world. Well, I was like, I can't give her something out of a can like I this has to be you know the way it's supposed to be so, so kind of an organic thing like kicked into me and I was like this is the way it's supposed to be there's something very natural about it when it's happening I had a conversation about breastfeeding with my kids in the car the other day and they're like we ate off your boobs and I'm like <laughs> you did for a year apiece and I know right now it even sounds weird to me but in the moment it's the most natural it's the most natural thing in the world and I won't even say beautiful thing I mean, it was beautiful. Like, I do I do treasure those nights where I was nursing and just quiet, like, with the baby. It's mm-hmm. kind of a special thing. But it was, I mean, it was hard. Like, milk's everywhere. You just feel like you smell like milk all the time. Like, it, there's there's parts of it that are difficult. But And let's overall, not get into those long nipples. Sorry. <laughs> you know, that's a story for another time. But that can be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them Jenny Matthews sent you to yeah. wherever you went. No, but it's all, it's just crazy. Like you just do whatever you do. And that's my biggest piece of advice is you can listen to me or anybody else tell you all day long what mm-hmm. to, you know, what worked for me. But what worked for me may not work for you. You guys right. have got to make decisions based on what's best for you guys. I know. And I can tell there is a part of you that is 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 very proud 
when you see me talking about what's about to happen with Katie and just, and we talk about yeah I can tell there's a part of you and I know that you're I know that you're super it's it's, it's cool how this worked out how you have entered my life in a point where my life is about to change in a, in a part of life that you are very excited to watch me go through oh yeah I am very proud of you and I'm about to see you go through a part of life that you're going to struggle with but I think you're going to come out on top and that is you're traveling on your own. I know, like a big girl. Oh, I'm so proud of okay, you. Okay, now to be fair, I have traveled by myself before but it was like to an airport where someone was picking me up at the curb. I didn't have to do a whole lot but anytime I've traveled where I've had to use an Uber or a shuttle or anything like that I have had my husband or you with me that I could just follow. I just show up with my suitcase and I follow. And I think Matthew and I are similar in that point. We're very organized on travel day. We understand what needs to be done. We will get it done. We already know Technically, we don't even need our phone other than to summon the rides or whatever. We could do this with our eyes closed. And you, I I feel like you don't realize how much you have learned, even though all you did was follow along. But you've learned. I guess. I don't know. It stresses me out. I get, I don't know. I just get nervous. And I don't know why. Because what's the worst case? You make a left turn, you were supposed to make a right turn. Well, you turn turn around. around. I mean, I, I know that. And I know I'm not a stupid person. Like, I can figure this out. But it's just... It makes me nervous to be in a strange place. Yeah, so, with my own right. So what Jenny's got to do? Yeah, what Jenny's <laughs> got to do is you're landing in Florida. You have then got to take an Uber. Which you got to get your bags. Ubered by myself, I had to get the app. Right. You, she's gonna. She, so she downloaded the app. Then she. So she's got to get her bags. You got to go out to the taxi slash Uber area. Look for signs. By the okay. way, there should be some. Most airports have signs. That, you know, Uber can pick you up here in this designated Uber area, whatever it is. Find signs. You have to. You have to get on your phone. Get an Uber. Have the Uber take you to this train station. Florida has this new train system they just built a couple years ago. It's like the Bright Line. Yeah, inner city. It's a great idea. I hope we get one of these like from Kansas City to St. Louis or Kansas City to Wichita or Kansas City to Topeka. But it's like it literally just goes from what it goes from Miami mm-hmm. to Fort Lauderdale to West Palm Beach, and it's going to go as far up as Orlando, like to Disney World, and then all the way over to the other side of the state, over to Tampa. Great. It's a great concept. Yeah, I love it. So you have to get on this bright line <laughs> to go from one Florida town to the next Florida town, like a 40-minute train ride. And originally, I wasn't too stressed about that because I thought, oh, it'll just pick me up. I'll get off the plane. I'll get on the bright line, and I'll go up to West Palm. But Mm-mm. it's not like that. The station for that's about 10 minutes from the airport, so I have to Uber before I get on that. Planes, trains, and automobiles. <sighs> yeah, literally all of them. it's going to be a time. But you're going to kill it. And then once you're on that train... You're going to be so chill because you know once I get off the train, my people are your, there. Your people are there to pick you up from the other train station. And I'm excited. It's my niece's wedding. You know, I don't know if it's a trend, but all of my nieces and nephews are getting married very young, like young 20s, all of them. And I don't know. I kind of see that a lot today. And I, I mean, I hope it works out for everybody because that is awfully young. I think about myself at that age, and I definitely would not have made a solid choice. I do. I do enjoy. I did enjoy the freedom of my 20s. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something about that, but I. Just wonder if that's a trend. You know what is is even more interesting to me is, is the people who will marry the like first or second person they ever dated. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not saying like go be a hoe. I'm not saying that, but no. I do appreciate that. I, you know, I dated. I, I had quite a few girlfriends. <laughs> so many girlfriends. No, but not even like that. But like an each from each relationship, I was able to learn what did I like about her, what did I not like about her, and if I. Like, if Katie and I would have met five years earlier or would have dated five years earlier, it wouldn't have worked because we didn't learn enough lessons yet. Like, Katie is like the culmination of everything I learned. And I'm like, ah, okay, boom, 
this is the person for me. Totally. Same with her. It's like she went, you know, she, college and whatever. She had a bunch of boyfriends in college, and and like this guy was great, but this this guy was great, but that. And then it's like once we learned our lessons, then we found each other. It was like. There it is. That's exactly what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like, then when I met Matthew, I thought, I wouldn't have appreciated you if I had met you at a different time in mm-hmm. life. And I and it was all meant to be at the time it happened. I really believe that. The hardest thing I think I'm going to deal with in fatherhood is is dating. Because <laughs> as much as, but not for those traditional reasons, I'm like, yeah, you're going to my daughter. I want, this is going to sound weird, but I almost, I want her to go through at least one bad relationship while she's still under my roof. So she can see that, and then we as parents can help her identify, like, hey, just so you know, because breakups are looked at in such a negative light, which they should be, and breakups suck. Mm -hmm. No one likes going through a breakup. But I want her to know that, you know, so many people, I think especially women, will, like, just try to stick it out because that's just, it's it's the right thing. I'm going to stick it out because it's the right thing. I, I, I strongly disagree with that mentality. If it's not right, if you have to, you just have, work, relationships are hard work. Mm, the right one isn't. It's work, mm-hmm. but it's not hard work. At most days with Katie, it's actually very easy and I always has been. Yeah, say same. I think we're in the same kind of relationship though, where we just we're each other's person. I mean, I we enjoy each other's company. I am mm-hmm. not telling you he doesn't get on my last nerve sometimes, and vice versa, right. and we bicker, you know, about stupid things. But I, I we enjoy each other. By the way, ladies, if there is a man in the friend zone who you got in friend zone, but you're like, man, I tell you what, whoever he marries, he'll make a great husband. And you, and, and you have just completely friend zoned him, even though you know he wants more than friendship with you. Girl, what are you doing? If you think he's attractive, you know, you better go get with him. Like, make him your husband. Like, I promise you it's going to work. It's going to live with your best friend every day. It's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, get, get it. I like, totally agree. Uh, now, if, if if he's in the friend zone because, like, you don't find him attractive, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get it. Because there is people like, well, that's shallow. No, there do, there just has to be a certain level of physical attraction mm-hmm. for a marriage to work, too. You just can't marry someone who you think is butt ugly. But no, they're but a great I, person. Have you ever... I've been with people that, like, um, you know, I... I didn't. Maybe they weren't the most attractive person in the room right. initially, but then there's something about them that you grow to find attractive. Oh, or, I'm not the. Sense? I ain't the best looking dude that Katie's ever dated, but I'm the best dude that Katie's ever dated. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah, that's it's okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 all good. Well, anyway, time. I'm excited for you to travel. I'm excited to to, to watch your progress. <laughs> what? Hope I make it back. You will make it back. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. I'll You'll be, be just fine. fine. Actually, what's crazy is when you get there. I know that I'm probably. I hope to get a text from you. Uh, by the way, you do not have to text me that you landed safely. I may. We do that now. We're, we've become those people. I know. You don't have to, but no. you're more than welcome to. Okay. Um, but don't worry, because I already I, you've shown me your itinerary. I know when you're playing land, so I'll be tracking it at that point in time. I sincerely appreciate it, because truly, <laughs> I'll need someone to know where I am should I get lost, and it'll just be nice to know I've got eyes. But I'm excited to get that text from you that says, like, okay, I made it, and I'll be like, how was it? And you're, I guarantee you're going to be like, it was actually a lot easier than I expected. Yes. It's just the anticipation and the waiting that's the yes. the hardest part. I think of like job interviews. Like, mm-hmm. you know, man, the worst part of the job interview is waiting in the lobby to for the person to call you back. Once you get going, you're fine. It's fine. Totally. No, it's going to be fine. Um, like I said, I'm excited. All my family will be there. So we'll get to, uh, my gosh, this is the trip, though, that I wanted my kids and my husband to go with me, obviously. And it was going to cost us like $6,000 for all of us to fly down there. That's like, wild. That's not that's not even doable. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Can I ask you, did you check any other airline besides I Southwest? I checked everything. Okay, good. And it was pretty much around this in the ballpark. I just thought this mm. is crazy. 
I mean, we could, but that, that's not even including what a hotel and food and just all the things. I guess you would probably have to, would you have rented a vehicle, which is also a nightmare right which now? Which is also a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and then we thought about driving, but we're driving to the beach for our vacation the following week, a different part of Florida. And I thought we're not. We're not driving to Florida. Look at you, travel monster. Oh, I know. Leaving I mean, Clay County we? more than once a month. Yeah, I mean, wild and crazy times. Wow. Yeah, but um, but at least with like with the beach trip, I'm I don't even stress about that because we pack what we want because we drive. Right. My husband's at the wheel. I just show up. You don't do any of the driving. No, and I think he likes it that way. Well, that's not entirely true. I'll a little bit if he just needs to close his eyes yeah, for a few he, minutes. Yeah. But that's he, a I don't, long drive. It is, but I know you're kind of cut the same way. I think you enjoy. Being in charge? I, well, because I know that if I'm in charge, we'll get there. Katie told me a story one time about her in college, and they had to drive from the middle of Missouri back up to Chicago. And so, what you do in that drive is you is you head from you know they were in uh, they were near Columbia, and you drive over to St. Louis and then up to Chicago. Super, I could do it with my eyes closed. But these are four college girls <laughs> packed into the Jeep. They instead when when you get to St. Louis, the Missouri Illinois border, you get on 55 and you go north, right? So you're east and then north. Well, they missed the north, so they just kept going east all the way through the state of Indiana until they saw reached the outskirts of Indianapolis, and they went, "We went to the wrong city," and Stop. then realized. And then, how many hours out of their way? Several. <gasps> I couldn't tell. You. That's but, but awful. Here, oh, my God. oh, what a nightmare! And at that point, and, <laughs> and again, this is where people laugh at me, but I like always knowing where I'm at. Because let's say I haven't bread, I made that mistake. Yeah. I know. Okay, I'm close enough to Indianapolis. I could go to Indianapolis, take I-65, it'll take me straight back up into Chicago. Yeah, but no, you they know didn't. That. They Nobody turned else around. Knows that. Instead of that, <laughs> they turned around, went all the way back to St. Louis, and then all the way back up to Chicago. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy I didn't know you then. Because that would been... Oh, you would have hated this too. Okay, so I was living in West Palm Beach mm-hmm. in my 20s, and my roommate and I wanted to fly to our home state of Maryland for a visit. And we looked at tickets, and it was super expensive to fly out. And so she's like, well, if we fly out from Jacksonville, it's only what Whatever it was, and where Jacksonville are you? in West, West Palm. Palm. Jacksonville is like four or five hours, so we had to drive four or five hours to Jacksonville and then fly to Maryland. What an what an awful, stupid way to travel uh, to save. I don't know, maybe a hundred bucks, maybe fifty bucks at the time. Right, and you would have spent if you yeah spending fifty bucks even at that time. You would have spent a four hour four hours about two hundred fifty miles. That's five hundred miles you're putting on your car. Five hundred <laughs> miles worth of gas. That's a tank of gas. Yeah. So it really only saved you maybe 20 bucks in the long run. No, it was ridiculous. There are certain things, and, and some people get this, some people don't. There are certain things where it's worth splurging on. Isn't there are that cer- the truth? Yeah, like certain, not everything, but there are certain things. Uh, I'll give you a small example. Oatmeal. Like, I, 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 don't, I, I go through phases where I like a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. It's mm-hmm. nice. And, you know, there's Quaker, and then there's your grocery brand or whatever. You're off, Quaker's you're off. the way. I, so I was like, well, then, but the grocery brand had even had the same flavor and everything. I was like, you know what, we'll, you know, we'll give it a try. Man, I had to throw the box away. It was so bad. I get it. I've like, done that with ketchup or stuff like that. No. When you find your brand. There are just some, like, there are some things where, yes, the, the, the generic brand is actually a great idea. Yes. Like, and it's like it tastes the same. I think like pasta for me, like pasta, who cares? You just boil it down. Like, I can have the, the generic pasta. Right? I, don't, I don't need that. But, yeah, not with oatmeal. Yeah. And then, like, again, with flying, like, if it costs you... An extra, I don't know, for me, like even an extra hundred bucks to get a nonstop instead of having to lay over somewhere, 
Oh, it's the best thing ever. Oh, get, I'm get, a nonstop gal. And these the flights are nonstop. Thank God, because that's all I need is some kind of a debacle oh at the airport. Oh, and especially <laughs> going down there, you'd probably Ugh. lay over in Atlanta, which yeah. is one of the largest airports in the world. And I could not imagine you in the Atlanta airport. Mm, I've been there. Oh, you would be proud of me, actually. I flew to Atlanta to see a friend once by myself. But this was another situation, though. Like, picked me up at the curb. I think she even walked inside. Yeah. <laughs> So it was fine, but I'd like to bring that back, by the way. And actually, most airports do offer it, but we just we're so used to our cell phones. Just you know, just call me when you're there or whatever. Mm-hmm. You maybe get there early one time and meet the person in the airport and just say, "Hey, give him a hug," signs, and then walk you know, to welcome. Yeah, you know what? Katie's going to Chicago at the end of the month. Maybe I'll maybe when she comes back, I'll I'll meet her. Meet her inside. Meet her inside. And just be like, "Hey, babe." Wow. Like, this is a waste. Where'd well, you go? Well, you can Get do that. At K- well, just know that like a KCI, you can do that. You can just park in the in the garage because they charge you like that. It's like I think their rate is like twenty three a day. But if you're only in there for an hour, it costs you like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like park park for. Know, but the thing is, I don't know. When I come home, I just want to get in the car and go. Like get. Let me find you at the curb and let's go home. Get the hell out of here. And I know. Catch up in the car. I had to when we came back when I came back from Florida last week. I for the first time in a couple times, I was like, okay, stop wasting money. You know. Parking that economy parking lot, but man, waiting for that stupid shuttle blue bus mm, or the bus is yeah. the worst. And not that I don't appreciate it. this is not any fault of the bus drivers or anything, but when you land, you're back from your trip, you're home. And for me, still a 45 minute drive back to Lee Summit. I am. I just let's just keep going. Let's keep. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. I knocked out 900 miles on a flight. Let's just keep going, keep going. And you sit there, especially when you walk out and you see the blue bus mm. at the other end, and you know it's still got to go all the way to the parking lot and all the way back, and you know that you're just stuck. And I like, know. Arr! That's why I love a pickup situation. But well, I'll keep I you posted. Know. I mean, hopefully, I do well and make it back, and all's well in my travel adventures. This is my uh, message for you today. Uh, just wanna fly, fly high, high, high. For a for a Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, proud of you. Yeah. Did you get the? Uh, did you upgrade your, uh, your your early bird? I didn't because it's just me, and I can always find a single seat. I'm t- okay. I'm never worried about that. Don't be, and don't be afraid to make friends mm. because you're not like a super wide person. So like the people in the front will be grateful that you're choosing to sit next to them because they're like, okay, good, this person doesn't. When take I up fly to- alone, I prefer that very front seat where you know people hate it because you can't put anything you don't have the seat in front of you to put something there's just the wall in front of you i love that seat well yeah but usually it's gone but um like me i can't because you know me uh, you with your checked bags freak i just traveled with a backpack i may be doing that by the way because my sister's already down there and she's like i have everything i have a hair dryer and you know all the thing like the soap and whatever i'm like okay then i might just so i may be able to just (laughs) but if you only have a backpack um you can't sit in that very front row because there's no you have to be able to stow your backpack under the seat Mm -hmm. in front of you put it in the thing above yeah that's that's usually if you're not doing uh if you're not doing the uh early bird special mm-hmm. the early bird check-in then by the time you get on the plane all those bins are going to be full yeah i'll have to figure it out no, i don't know i'm not worried about that part i know because down when i built down and back like on my way back from pensacola i was the fifth to last person on the plane mm-hmm. second row middle seat Love i'm like it. absolutely i was like hey do you mind? i was like I was yeah like, i don't care about the middle i really don't care about the middle seat as long as everyone looks like they smell okay next to me right. i'm fine i did i was just like and I, I did but i was yeah i told him i was like i was like i don't mind i was like do you mind sitting i was like do you mind if i sit 
sit here. I promise I don't suck to fly with. Yeah. Like, I I'm always a, say that too. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, I promise I'm a very nice person. <laughs> right. I'm literally just going to sit. I'm going to watch Stranger Things on my iPad. They're like, yeah. yeah, come on in. So yeah, but literally both mm-hmm. there and back, I got second row, even though I was the last one on the plane. It was awesome. All right. Well, Excited I'll let you. you know all about my travel adventures next time on the morning after with Mike Killer and Jenny Matthews. <laughs>